to the Youth Ministry in Motion podcast. The show designed to keep youth workers motivated and youth ministries moving forward. Now, here's your host, blogger, speaker, and lover of nerd stuff, Paul Turner. Well, greetings, youth workers. Hope you're having a wonderful day today. I'm in a pretty good mood today because this is episode 50 of the Youth Ministry Motion podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for all the applause. And uh, who'd have thunk that I'd come this far? But yet, here I am. And to celebrate the moment, I, I want to tell something about, or tell on myself, maybe that'd be the better way to say it, is that um, I asked my wife the other day to, uh, to leave a review. I asked her to do something I ask you guys to do all the time, which was to go and leave a review on uh, iTunes so that the podcast can be found and so forth. And what I didn't realize when, um, when she did that was that she, I was signed into my account. So she did not sign into her own account. So if you look at the, um, the reviews over there on, uh, on iTunes, you will notice that I have, uh, I have reviewed my own podcast. Well, at least that's what you're going to think it is because it has my, uh, the D project there. And so I thought I'd, you know, read what my wife said as a way to celebrate the 50th episode of the podcast here. And so it says, (laughs) Paul Turner is a legend in youth ministry. For 26 years, he has worked in various sized churches, non-church ministry groups, and multiple denominations. His experience, knowledge, humor, and ability to get to the heart of the matter makes him a great source for anyone who is working with teenagers. I have personally heard him teach, speak, and bring wise counsel to all that have heard him. Youth Ministry in Motion is an excellent source for anyone working with teens. And... um, and so I want to thank my wife, Kim, for, for doing that, even though it sounds like it's from me, but that is, in fact, my wife. And I did not coach her in any way to do that. I just want to tell you, except for maybe the legendary part. But <clears throat> no, she wrote that herself. I'm just kidding. And, and so uh, I want to encourage you, just like my wife did, if you would, uh, would you go by, if you're brand specking new, you don't have to do this. You can wait till the end of the podcast. And if you find it of value, then please go ahead and do it. But if you've been listening for quite some time, and you have not left a review yet. If you leave a five-star review, I will read it. I promise you that. Uh, and uh, so if you've not left your review yet, please go by and do that. And that way people will ignore the last review, which is my wife's. <laughs> and they won't think that I've simply left my own review on my, on my podcast. So, all right. So uh, moving on from there, uh, I do want to uh, just uh, share um, one little thing here uh, that my uh, kids did for me uh, as a youth pastor. It's Pastor Appreciation Month, and I, you've probably had this happen before, but this is something really that hasn't happened in my 26 years of, um, of youth ministry. And, uh, and what the kids did is they basically, they uh, organized their own. Now, they had Sunday, which was, you know, of course, they appreciate all the pastors and so forth, and they, they do all that. But they organized their own uh, Pastor Appreciation Night. And it wasn't like the whole night. It was just like a segment. It was just a couple of minutes and uh, before I spoke. And they had put together a wonderful package uh, of things and said some really, really nice things. Um, it was just outstanding. And it really, really uh, touched my heart. And what a fantastic group of young people that if they should ever listen to this, I told them, this shall live in infamy. 
uh, and as part of the lore and legend of Paul Turner. So uh, I told them I will tell the story, much like the the woman who uh, washed Jesus's uh, feet with her tears said, "The story shall be told." And so I am telling it again, and I shall tell it until Jesus comes. So, and I hope that you know. Uh, that you are appreciated, by the way. I know this is a Pastor Appreciation Month, and if nobody said thank you uh, to you, I want to tell you thank you. And the way I thank you is I make podcasts, and I write blog posts, and I do YouTube videos. And that's why I want to thank you guys, because you know what? Um, you know, there wasn't quite the amount of resources. There was a glut of books and so forth, but but not nearly the amount of, of ability training ability, the ability to reach out and ask questions, the ability to, to do some of those things. And I hope you'll find uh, uh, the permission to just reach out and say, hey, Paul, I have a question. Feel free to hit me up at thedprojectme.com and uh, reach out if you have uh, ideas for podcast episodes and ideas, things maybe you're struggling with, and uh, maybe we can get that on the air and maybe give you some help. Uh, but that's it, guys. I want to just share um, today, I want to talk to you about something that's super important to me. And that is uh, the care of your soul. And um, a lot of that comes from the fact that we spend an enormous amount of time uh, studying to preach a message. Uh, you know, well, some people do. I mean, some people, you know, are just maybe not as much. But there's all various lengths, you know what I'm saying, various lengths of time people study. But what happens is, is that study uh, becomes a substitute for... Uh, you know, actual devotion time or time that we spend with the Lord that is has nothing to do with a, a preaching or a message or, or anything like that. And so I wanted to kind of share my own stories and maybe just some maybe some help there that may encourage you to take that personal time to take that uh, uh, time away from study that you're going to do for the message that week and uh, apply uh, the greater amount of time into uh, developing uh, your own soul. And I know there were, listen, there was a time for me where, uh, you know, I would, you know, to my, to my shame that I would only read the Bible to get my message. And this was probably happening in my younger days, you know, where, um, you know, where basically I thought of uh, uh, the scriptures and the Bibles. I was thinking, but this is my textbook, right, for my job. Like every job gets a manual and so forth. And I don't know if I had a right perspective on the scriptures. And so uh, I would study and say, well, that's enough. And partly, I'll tell you this, it was a youth worker who told me this. And I, and I understand what he was saying. I totally get it. Uh, he was basically saying that even chefs uh, uh, sample of their own uh, you know, cooking. And I get that when, when you're reading and you're studying and you're, uh, you know, you're doing all of that, you're, you're sampling, you're, you're growing as you're doing. And I understand that completely. Um, and, and partly, you know, when we, when we do that, uh, we think, well, that's enough. That's going to be, I'm good and so forth. And, and I think we all know this, not just as youth pastors, but as believers trying to live in a life, uh, live in a life in this world, that you know that uh, that you know study time is not the same as us and the Lord getting together and having a conversation, or us uh, just you know sitting before the Lord and just maybe saying nothing and just kind of listening. We we know there's a difference there, uh, but so many youth workers, you know, use that study time and say, "Well, I'm good for the week" or uh, uh, something like that. And I want to encourage you today uh, that there's a danger to that. Uh, in doing just the study time and say, well, I've studied, I've gotten a few, you know, I felt like the Lord was moving. Uh, I feel like, you know, I grew in that. And, and I'm not saying you're not, nor am I saying that I didn't either. 
But I guess what I'm saying is that, that we have to develop a lifestyle of devotion apart from our study time, lest we uh, grow dry in our relationship with God while other people grow. You see what I'm saying? And so let's talk a little bit about uh, uh, you know how we can do this and just some of the things that I've kind of planned into my own uh, into my own life uh, that that hopefully will benefit you. And the first thing is this. Uh, is to plan growth into your schedule. I, we're all busy. We all have things we have to do. We all have a, 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 a plethora of uh, assignments and whatnot. But I also know that we spend a, an enormous amount of time entertaining ourselves, right? Just like any human being, just like anybody in any other job. You know, we spend a lot of time uh, chasing pursuits and whatnot. And I'm not saying those are bad. Uh, what I am saying is that we will schedule our uh, you know phones are set for when game of thrones comes on or the walking dead or we plant reminders or we you know what i'm saying we 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 remind ourselves of those things and yet you know oftentimes we don't remind ourselves uh to to partake of the spirit and to partake of our time with the lord and uh you know and i'm not you know some people plan like 2 hours of of study time right on their messages and I get that. I, I'm not here to debate like your your how much time you spend studying versus how much time devotional. That's, that's really not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that growth is a 24/7 endeavor. It's not something I like to put a a time limit on because what I'm reading in Scripture is I'm not seeing necessarily segmented times. I'm seeing a fluidity to our you know our to our spirituality, right? To to encountering God in moments rather than saying, well, in an hour or, uh, you know, I'm going to spend an hour to do this or 30 minutes or, you know, whatever it may do, uh, you know, whatever time limit we put on that, we think, well, in that segment, that's when I'm going to encounter God versus saying, uh, I'm going to walk in the spirit as the scripture says, I'm going to pray without ceasing and taking those moments. One thing that helps me with that is that when I get uh, uh, messages uh, from uh, the church, let's say on email, things like that, prayer requests, things like that. You know, that's an opportunity for me to stop just for a moment and say, hey, I'm going to pray and I'm going to use and amplify this time here uh, to hopefully that when I pray, maybe it leads to something else. Maybe it leads to a greater conversation, but it's about taking those moments and saying, I need to take this moment uh, to grow, to pray. Another way I try to, you know, uh, redeem the time is when I go for my walks uh, in the afternoons or in the mornings, I try to go ahead and listen to scripture uh, through my version, through Bible app, or, or I'll do it in the uh, in the evenings when I'm just kind of laying down, getting ready for bed. I'll just, you know, uh, turn on the scriptures and uh, allow them to kind of speak into me and, and just let me think on those for a while. You know, another thing that I try to do, and this is just daily habit for me, uh, that doesn't require message, doesn't require anything else. I do a Facebook Live a devotional, basically, on uh, you know, from from nine to nine thirty on Facebook, you know, I read a little bit, I study a little bit, and that's for me. That's not I'm not preparing for for anything else. That's just for me, uh, and I pass it on, you know, which means uh, it comes back to me through my own ears, you know. And it's, in doing this, you know, daily means you know really accountability. Uh, and doing it, it means I better engage with the word I'm reading. Uh, and the fact that I'm talking to other people about it, I'm, you know, it's no joke. I can't, you know, uh, just mess it up. I'm, I'm like, listen, I better know my stuff. I better know what I'm talking about. And so I really do that for me because I'm talking to me first before I'm talking to my audience, um, much like I'm talking to you guys, but I'm talking to me first. Uh, another thing I do is when I'm posting scriptures on Instagram, and I just usually add a short devotional with that. 
because it's for students and it's for, uh, you know, for other people who are reading it. Uh, I try to go ahead and not just post the scripture, but to engage in conversation because that's part of growth too. That's part of just engaging with the scriptures and allowing other people to offer, you know, their thoughts on it. And, and, you know, growth happens not just when we're alone, but when we're in a community and talking about some of these things. You know, uh, another thing I use uh, is I will use just on my own, whatever, is I'll use things like biblehub.cc. That'll be in the show notes, by the way. You know, when I'm preparing, when I'm preparing for messages during the week or studying or whatever it is, I love going to the site because I'm a bit of a a word nerd. And so I enjoy uh, listening to uh, or or reading, uh, you know, different Greek or Hebrew words and putting it together and finding context. And, you know, I like that sort of thing. And so in using that, you know, uh, I try to, uh, you know, I just absorb it. It becomes something uh, where you're going, wow, I didn't, I didn't really know that. I didn't know what that meant. It wasn't just a matter of me just reading the scripture, although there's times for that where you just read it and you're not studying. But when I am studying, uh, that becomes just a great tool for me to, to, uh, to learn from and to engage with and to uh, think it through, right? Uh, but I can't say enough about learning and sharing on a daily basis, right? Not just study for two hours for a message you're going to preach on Wednesday or Sunday or whatever it is, but the daily learning and sharing, I think it's just part of a natural fluid part of spiritual growth. You know, I love doing this because it keeps me from becoming a, a Wednesday or Sunday pastor or Wednesday or Sunday Christian for that matter. You know, it shows my community that that I'm all about daily living and not just about preparing for a once a week event that I'm about to give here, but there's that 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 scripture and that uh, Christianity is a daily part, you know, of my life and and what I do on a daily basis through posting, through social, through other things. It just helps me keep fluid. It helps me keep doing things like that. Um, you know, John Maxwell says the secret of your success is determined by your daily agenda. And you know what? When we have a daily agenda of always, uh, you know, posting or sharing or engaging with the scriptures, uh, I think that's a positive thing. I think that's, you know, you say, well, too much time on social media, Paul. I, I understand what you're saying, but I also think it's a positive thing to keep the scriptures before us. And then there's times when we do have to be quiet, which leads me to my next point here, which is about meditation and reflection. And uh, when we meditate, and I'm talking about deep thinking here, I'm talking about mulling, as, as the scripture says in the word uh, for meditate in Psalms, where it says, I meditate on your word. That's like a cow chewing its cud, right? It's just chewing on it and chewing on it, which is really the greater part of how I prepare my own lessons. I spend a tremendous amount of time thinking and praying and just mulling it over so I can get the words in my head of where I want to go and where the Spirit wants to lead me. Uh, and I just make that a part of that. Um, and so uh, as, I, as I study and, and, and do all those things, meditation time is just my time to chill. It's my time to uh, you know, think it through and allow things like, example, I, use, I listen to a, a podcast called Pray As You Go. Uh, which is like an audio Lectio Divino, which is, you know, a a kind of a led prayer or a led experience where the people are asking you questions about the scriptures and so forth. And it's wonderful. I'll put that in the show notes as well, but it's a great little tool just to kind of, it's not very long. It's maybe five to seven minutes, but it's, it's engaging. It's just awesome. I think it's put on by uh, uh, the Catholic church, I think in I want to say in the UK, um, as far as I know, or the Anglican Church, maybe in the UK. But either way, it's just it's just so different. It's such it just rings my bell differently, and I really really engage with it. It's really a, an awesome little tool here. But listen, I, and also I don't put pen to paper 
uh, as far as a message goes, until I have really fully thought through the scriptures that I want to use. So what is, you know, not just the application of something I heard somebody once say, but think of the implications, the implications of what you would do or how would you, you know, what does this mean to you? How do you function with this uh, for your own life before you share it with somebody else? And is it something you practice? Is it something you have integrated somehow into your own life? So many of us are preaching way above the rim, you know, uh, beyond our beyond what we practice. And so I ask things. I, I you know, I put three things in there. Number one, I ask, what does it mean? The scriptures. Then I ask, what does it mean for or to me? And then I ask, because of these revelations, where do I need to take my students and my own life? Right. And so in the preparation, I must ask myself first. You know, I can't preach where I haven't gone. I can't lead students where I've never been. And so I have to ask those questions because of the scriptures. What does this mean? Psalms 119.15 says, I meditate on your precepts and consider your ways. Psalms 119 is filled with those types of, of you know, inward reflection moments. And I, I cannot recommend it enough as a, as a you know, youth worker that you take the time in your own life, uh, and I say take the time, but make all your time about the thinking and the reflecting and, the, and all those things. Take those moments and I, you'll be surprised uh, at how uh, the Lord begins to work in your daily life uh, away from your study time. And the last thing I would offer is this, is, you know, we have to practice what it says. If we want to get past the study part, right, we have to be able to say, listen, what is this, what does this mean? And am I going to practice, am I going to find ways to practice this? Because if we're not practicing it, if we're not uh, being obedient to it, if we're not living those things out, then we're not going to have very many personal stories to tell in our messages. We're not going to, you know, have those opportunities. And I think the more times we obey what we're reading, uh, you know, that we're going to be able to, first of all, we're going to honor the Lord. And second of all, we're going to have a good testimony about it. You know, we cannot divorce the preaching and the doing. You know, when I'm prepping my messages, I that's what I do. I try to say, how am I going to put myself in position to practice or obey what I'm learning? Because I know in the end result, not only is God going to be honored in it, but it's going to be a testimony. You know, if I'm talking about forgiveness, I have to find ways to be forgiving. Or if I need to ask for somebody's forgiveness, or if there's anything that I need to be forgiven of. I mean, you know, these are, you know, not everything is... You know, I have to be out there, you know, doing something. Some of it's just a lot of internal stuff that we have to, you know, look at and, and think about for our own personal relationship with God. You know, if I'm talking about giving, I have to look at my my own giving and ask God, how, how are these principles uh, being reflected in my own life and in my own giving? Uh, you know, how do I demonstrate this to my students? It, you know, in the practicing of, of Scripture, we don't have to, uh, you know, look up good illustrations uh, for our messages. We can simply share from our personal experiences if we are living in the current, living in the now, and living in the, the obedience that, you know, God shares with us, uh, that we can be able to share from those things. And I'm always looking for those moments, and we should all look for those, uh, you know, to be obedient to the Scriptures uh, so that we can be able to show our kids what it means to live this thing out. You know, uh, Mahatma Gandhi said, look, an ounce of practice is worth more than a tons of preaching. Uh, you know, it, and that's true. You know, the, it, it is in the practice of doing it uh, that we have something to preach about. Uh, otherwise, we're just theorists, right? We're just talking out of theory versus practice. And listen, I don't judge anybody. I judge me. And you can judge you. Uh, but these are just things that I'm aware of 
in regards to my own study time and then my own personal devotion time. And I'm saying, listen, that being fluid in our relationship with God and fluid with our devotion time versus a segmented time works best for me. But you can you can work out those things for yourself. But listen, growing others without growing ourselves is to water all the plants but our own. And soon that plant will die and then who will water the other plants? And that's the situation that I'm trying to get, keep all of us uh, from falling into. Otherwise, uh, we're, we're just going to be, uh, um, you know, er, you're yearning for water while we see other people grow around us. You know, grow your own soul and you'll have no problem growing others. But that's it for today, guys. That's, uh, that's my word to the wise there. And I, as I practice and as I do things, I know that you will do the same. And uh, I hope that you enjoyed this, uh, this 50th episode of the Youth Ministry in Motion podcast. I also hope that you will uh, take a moment to go and leave a review as a 50th episode gift to me. And I usually don't ask for much, but a review, that would be an an acceptable and awesome gift that you can give to the podcast if you'd like. So, but that's it for today, guys. I am looking forward to continuing this with episode 51, uh, and I look forward to your reviews. And as always, I hope this podcast continues to keep you motivated in your youth ministry moving forward. So until next time, guys, you guys have a great week, and I'll catch you on the next one.